Welcome to Misty 101 podcast. We hope that you enjoy this episode of our podcast. The families of Russian servicemen are desperately searching for their sons who they said served on the Moscow warship prior to its sinking. It took the Russian military more than a week to acknowledge that one serviceman died and 27 dozen others were missing after the ship one of its flagship cruisers sank in the Black Sea, reportedly the result of a Ukrainian missile strike. Russia's defense ministry said in its announcement on Friday the ship had been damaged by a fire, with 396 crew members evacuated. The ministry did not offer any explanation for its earlier claims that the full crew got off the vessel before it sank. The loss of the Moskva, one of three missile cruisers of its kind in Russia's fleet, was shrouded in mystery from the moment it was first reported early on 14 April. Ukraine said it hit the ship with missiles. The Russian defense ministry would not acknowledge an attack saying only that a fire broke out on the vessel after ammunition detonated, causing serious damage. Moscow even insisted that the ship remained afloat and was being towed to a port, only to admit hours later that it sank after all, in a storm. No images of the ship or of the supposed rescue operation were made available. Only several days later, the Russian military released a short and mostly silent video showing rows of sailors, supposedly from the Moskva, reporting to their command in the Crimean city of Sevastopol. The footage offered little clarity on how many sailors were actually evacuated to safety. Soon came the questions. An emotional social media post by Dmitry Shkrebets alleging his son, a conscript who served as a cook on Moskva, was missing, quickly went viral. The military said the entire crew was evacuated. It's a lie. A blatant and cynical lie. Mr. Shkrebets, a resident of Crimea, wrote on VK, a popular Russian social media platform, on the 17th of April, three days after the ship went down. My son, a conscript, as the very commanders of the Moskva cruiser told me, is not listed among the wounded and the dead and is added to the list of those missing. Guys, missing in the open sea. Similar posts quickly followed from other parts of Russia. The Associated Press found social media posts looking for at least 13 other young men who reportedly served on the Moskva whose families could not find them. Political analyst Abbas Galiamouf says the sinking of the Moskva is a major political blow for Vladimir Putin, not so much because of the outcry from families but because it hurts the Russian president's image of military might. This tray, might, is under attack now because we are now talking about the devastation of the fleet Mr. Galiamouf said. But, he added, the family's woes underscore that one shouldn't trust the Russian authorities. Iran says talks with regional rival Saudi Arabia resumed in Baghdad. Rival regional powers Iran and Saudi Arabia resumed talks in the Iraqi capital after they were suspended in March, Iran's semi-official Noor News reported on Saturday. There was no confirmation from Saudi Arabia or Iraq on the resumption of the talks. The latest positive meeting has raised hopes for the two countries to take steps toward the resumption of ties said Noor News, 
which is affiliated with the country's Supreme National Security Council. It did not say when the fifth round of talks were held. Riyadh severed ties with Tehran in 2016 after Iranian protesters stormed the Saudi embassy in the Iranian capital following the execution of a Shiite cleric in Saudi Arabia. Iran suspended the talks in March without giving a reason for the decision that came as a new round of negotiations was due to start. The move came after Saudi Arabia executed 81 men in its biggest mass execution in decades. Tehran condemned the executions that activists said included 41 Shiite Muslims. Predominantly Sunni Muslim Saudi Arabia and Shiite Iran, which are locked in proxy conflicts around the region, started direct talks last year to try to contain tensions. Saudi Arabia and Iran have backed opposing sides in regional conflicts and political disputes in Syria, Lebanon and Iraq for years and Saudi Arabia has led an Arab coalition waging war against the Iran-aligned Houthi movement in Yemen since 2015. Millionaire told to remove 15,000 tons of waste from £10 million mansion. Multimillionaire Glenn Tamplin, who is best friends with stars from The Only Way is Essex has been ordered to remove 15,000 tons of rubbish which has been dumped on the land of his £10 million Essex mansion. The eccentric businessman, who made his money in the steel industry, has been told he has until November to get rid of the mountain of waste at his house. Neighbours living near to the extravagant mansion have complained about lorries dumping waste on the grounds of the property. Aerial photos show huge piles of waste on the property, which is believed to have been dumped between December 2021 and February 2022. Now the steel tycoon has been told to clean it up after Essex County Council served an enforcement notice on him earlier this month. An investigation by the Environment Agency, Epping Forest District Council and Essex Fire and Rescue Service found the large piles of rubbish are building waste and soils. The 50-year-old, who is friends with Toys Mark Wright and Jake Hall, is no stranger to the limelight, having made headlines when he bought non-league football club Biller Town FC. During his time as owner he pumped in millions and signed ex-Premier League footballers such as Jamie O'Hara, Jermaine Pennant and Paul Konchisky. He later quit the club before taking over at Romford FC, which he also quit following the Covid pandemic. The Sun reports that neighbours haven't seen Mr Tamplin at the property in months, while it was reported last year he had moved abroad. One told the paper, I could hear the lorries thundering past it was about eight lorries per day at the worst point. Someone was making a lot of money from what was going on in there. You could hear the machinery sifting through all the earth. Pictures show the gates to the mansion have been padlocked shut, while a notice from the council has been pinned to the gates. A statement to Essex County Council's Development and Regulation Committee said, the site itself comprises a large residential building which benefits from substantial grounds forward slash gardens and a few outbuildings. The property curtilage extends to approximately 5 hectares. 
In terms of designations, the property is located within the Metropolitan Green Belt as detailed within the proposal's map of the Epping Forest District Local Plan, 1998, and Alterations, 2006. With regard to planning history, as a residential property, the majority of planning applications relating to this site have been submitted to and determined by Epping Forest District Council. For reference, it is nevertheless noted that in early 2014 the landowner and a waste company were prosecuted by the Environment Agency for the illegal deposit of waste at this site. Following a joint site inspection with the Environment Agency, Epping Forest District Council and Essex Fire and Rescue Service on the, the 29th of March, 2022, it was found that roughly 10,000 to 15,000 tons of waste had been deposited on the site, namely trammel fines and soils. The waste it is understood had been brought onto the site between December, 2021 and February, 2022. In context that the waste materials have been brought onto the site without the benefit of planning permission and that planning permission would not likely be granted in retrospect, on the, the 11th of April, 2022, Essex County Council as the Waste Planning Authority served an enforcement notice on the landowner and other relevant parties with interest in the land. It was reported last year that Mr Tamplin had abandoned the property and moved abroad. This was confirmed when Romford FC, the non-league football club he owned and managed, announced he was no longer in charge. He promised the Isthmian League club a new stadium and progress through the leagues but departed 16 months after arriving in March last year after Covid-19 took a heavy toll. In a statement released at the time, Romford confirmed Mr Maplin was no longer the owner of the club as he was working and living abroad, and cannot devote the time required to push the club forward in the manner he wanted to. However, it appears he has since moved back to the UK, with his LinkedIn page listing himself as the CEO of European Steels. Illegal immigrants smuggled into the UK due to be deported after police swoop on Manchester home. An illegal immigrant smuggled into the UK in a lorry is due to be deported after being caught in a cannabis farm. Police swooped at a house in North Manchester after receiving a tip-off about suspicious activity. Inside the house they found 28-year-old Mariglen Afdu, an Albanian who was trafficked into the country after paying smugglers, as well as 140 cannabis plants. Afdu was brought to the house against his will and ordered to maintain and water the plants. He is now due to be deported after receiving a 13-month prison sentence. Police executed a search warrant at the property on Middleton Road in Crumpsall after receiving intelligence, Manchester Crown Court heard. Officers discovered cannabis plants in three rooms of the house, as well as lighting equipment. In the living room there were 73 plants, 35 plants were seized from one bedroom and a further 32 plants from another bedroom. Cannabis had also recently been grown in the dining room. Afdu was found in one of the upstairs bedrooms and was arrested, Prosecutor Adam White said. When he was interviewed by police, 
he said he'd been forced to remain at the property against his will, but he declined to tell officers who was responsible. Nathan Goldstein, defending, said, to his credit, he has put his hand up at this stage. He is the youngest of three, he was working as a lorry driver in Albania. Work dried up. He spent some time in Germany, work dried up. He was smuggled into this country about a year ago in a lorry. Afdu then worked in the construction industry in London and was brought to Manchester and told to look after the cannabis plants. He was there about 10 days, he was threatened but he could have left, he says said Mr Goldstein. He will be deported, he is an illegal immigrant. He is anxious to go home, he is engaged. Under UK law, foreign criminals face automatic deportation if they are received jail sentences of more than a year. Afdu, of no fixed address, pleaded guilty to producing a Class B drug. Sentencing, Judge Anthony Cross QC told him, You have had the very very good sense to plead guilty. I accept that you were trafficked here to this extent. You paid smugglers to get you into the country. You had a debt and had to pay them back. For those reasons the sentence is going to be shorter than otherwise it would have been. Really bad health Putin sparks major health fears with bloated face as he holds table. Reports have long emerged the Russian president is hiding a serious illness, with rumors the president has cancer and has been regularly visited by oncologists. The rare public appearance and video of Putin speaking to Sergei Shoigu sees the Russian premier claim his forces have liberated the besieged city of Mariupol on the coast of the Black Sea in Ukraine. However, Putin's ailing posture has catalyzed rumors his health is fading as a weakened posture and apparent bloating in his face and neck suggest not all is well for the leader. During the video, Putin congratulated Mr. Shoigu over the ongoing special operation in Ukraine, but in a rare admission of caution, stated an operation to invade an industrial area in Mariupol had been cancelled over fears of losing more soldiers and equipment. Yet, analysis of the video shows an uncomfortable Putin who at times can be heard slurring his words. The president can also be seen gripping the table whilst constantly tapping his foot as if in discomfort. Although the rumors about cancer are yet to be confirmed, one side effect of combining steroids with chemotherapy can lead to water retention and bloating and could explain the swelling around Putin's face and neck. Reports have suggested Putin is constantly accompanied by a doctor specializing in thyroid cancer. Surgeon Yevgeny Silivanov of Moscow's Central Clinical Hospital, has flown to the Russian leader no less than 35 times in the Black Sea resort of Sokai, his favorite place of residence. Rumors are also spreading the health of the defense minister is not much better. Mr. Shoigu can also be seen slurring words after allegations he recently suffered a heart attack. Various analysts have commented on the video. Anders Aislund, a Swedish economist and former advisor to Ukraine and Russia, said the video showed both Putin and Shoigu depressed and seemingly in bad health. He added, Shoigu has to read his comments to Putin and slurs badly, 
suggesting the rumors of his heart attack are likely. He sits badly. Poor performance. Professor Eric Busey, a body language expert from Texas Tech University, told the Sun it's an astonishingly weakened Putin compared to the man we observed even a few years ago. An able-bodied president would not need to keep himself propped up with a hand held out for leverage and would not be concerned about keeping both feet planted on the ground. This is not a portrait of a healthy Putin but one appearing increasingly feeble and barely able to hold himself upright at a small conference table. Ukrainian journalists have also jumped on the video in light of Putin's apparent health scare. Ilya Ponomarenko, a reporter for the website The Kyiv Independent said on Twitter, Is this just me or does Putin really look less healthy and sound with each and every day of the war? I can see a drastic difference between now and late February. CNN's Frieda Geitas also commented on Putin's appearance. She said, Putin, sinking in his chair, gripping the table. He's okay, right? Healthy. And Louise Mensk, an author and former member of the Parliament of the United Kingdom, linked to an article she wrote last month speculating Putin may be hiding an illness. She said, I reported, Vladimir Putin has Parkinson's disease and here you can see him gripping the table so that his shaking hand is not visible but he cannot stop his foot from tapping. No official reports have been released by Russian sources confirming or denying any illness the president may be suffering. Only fools and horses fans stunned as picture shows Uncle Albert was actually ripped. When the character of Uncle Albert was introduced to the cast of Only Fools and Horses in the fourth season to replace Grandad following Leonard Pierce's sad passing, nobody would have guessed the level of success the show would go on to enjoy. Now without doubt one of the best and most popular British sitcoms of all time, Buster Merrifield's portrayal of Uncle Albert is one of the best-remembered characters alongside the two leads of Rodney and Del Boy. But when fans of the show cast their minds back their image of Uncle Albert is probably of an unhealthy, heavy-smoking and drinking Navy veteran who loved nothing more than to live in the past, telling endless, and sometimes misremembered, stories of the war. On top of this his propensity for confusion tended to get Del Boy into scrapes more often than not. But one fan looking back through some old episodes of the classic sitcom recently noticed that not only did Uncle Albert not look particularly old or frail save for his bushy silver beard and hair, but he actually looked ripped and muscular. Writing in an Only Fools and Horses fan group on Facebook, one viewer shared the surprising screenshot which showed Uncle Albert in shorts and a mesh vest revealing his athletic physique with clearly pronounced muscles you would expect from a far younger man. They wrote alongside the picture, in his personal life Buster Merrifield was a teetotal, non-smoking, very fit man. I've noticed it before but actually managed to get a picture from the TV this time. Uncle Albert was ripped for his age. The truth is that Buster who got the role aged 64 and played the character of Uncle Albert well into his 70s, really was a picture of health. 
In a 1997 interview with The Mirror he explained how he had never smoked, never drank or did any drugs. Despite his age he kept active too, still swimming regularly aged 76, with a past as a schoolboy boxing champ. Realizing just how muscly Uncle Albert was fans of the show expressed their surprise in the comments, as well as a few jokes. He was in great shape, one shocked fan wrote. Another joked, Buster Merrifield was a unit mate. Had great shape, you wouldn't want to receive a real-life trotter's trembler. It's from all the swimming he did after sinking all those boats in the Merchant Navy, a third quipped. Absolute tank a fourth chimed in. Tragically despite the healthy lifestyle Buster led he died just two years after the interview in 1999 from a brain tumor devastating fans of the actor who brought smiles to living rooms across the country for decades. Mexican woman's body found in cistern after her haunting last photo went viral. The disappearance of an 18-year-old Mexican woman, whose haunting last photograph was widely shared on social media, came to a tragic end when her decomposing body was found inside a motel subterranean water tank. Authorities say that Debanay Escobar's body was unrecognizable and that they were only able to identify her from the crucifix necklace she wore around her neck and the clothing that she had been described to be wearing on the night she went missing nearly two weeks earlier. The teenager had last been seen on the night of 8 April in Nuevo Leon, Mexico, when she took a taxi home after partying with her friends. The picture which shows Escobar standing on the side of the road staring off into the distance in a skirt and high-top sneakers, was captured by her driver, who says he snapped the photo to show that the young woman did indeed get out of his car alive on 8 April on the outskirts of the city of Monterrey. Mario Escobar, the young woman's father, was outside the roadside motel where his daughter's body was unearthed from a 12-foot deep water tank which the Associated Press reported ran alongside the facility's pool. My daughter is dead. I don't know what to do Mr Escobar told reporters outside the crime scene. The prosecutors didn't do their job correctly. Authorities have not disclosed any theories they have as to how the young woman's body ended up in the tank, but they did report what initially tipped them off. The alert was sounded by hotel workers because of the fetid odors coming from the cistern Magia confirmed to the Associated Press. The 47-year-old driver who picked up Escobar on the night of her disappearance, a man who has only been identified with his first name, Jesus, had allegedly asked the young woman to leave his car after the pair got into an argument. He then allegedly left her in the middle of the road that led to the border town of Nuevo Laredo early in the morning on 9 April. As recently as Tuesday the man had been arrested by local police for charges relating to drugs and questioning surrounding the young woman's disappearance. After Escobar was dropped off by the driver, who reportedly worked for a local ride-sharing service, she was seen entering the site of Alcosa Transports Internationals, a trucking company, on surveillance footage but she was never seen exiting the site. President Andres Manuel López Obrador said Friday the case has caused, 
logically, a lot of worry, a lot of concern among Mexicans and pledged to help prosecutors find the culprit. We hope that you have enjoyed our podcast. We thank you for your support. We hope to see you again next time.